Austin. Club. Austin. Podcast. <laughs> Welcome. All right, so today uh, we're back on the podcast. Keegan is not here. It's me, Mary, producer Julian, and our special guest of the show, Weston Borghese. Yes, sir. And I just want to say right now, um, we're going to talk about some topics of Austin, and we're going to do a little interview with you. But at any time, you can jump in. Just don't even, there's no, this is, you're part of this right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, Thank you. If Keegan was a ghost, she'd be here and like squinting with a red face, <laughs> sort of like a Chinese child, angry, you know, because she got the weird bangs and stuff. Yeah. She can't defend herself, so I can make fun of her a little all bit. about weird bangs. She cuts her own bangs. Baby Keegs, the last of the, well, I guess every girl in town cuts there, her own bangs. She's <laughs> out there on the ranch learning about mescaline and uh, ranch things. Snakes. Why do we pretend like Wimberley is like West Texas? It's literally 700,000 Houston retirees just sitting like an hour from here. That's funny. My first roommate <clears throat> in town, her mom lived out in Wimberley and was from Houston and was retired. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my grandparents um, retired in, from, in Wimberley. They weren't from Houston, though. But when I, so I used to go spend my summers there, and like every motherfucker was like a Houston fucking transplant. Like that's what Houston. That's what Wimberley started as. It was just mm-hmm. a bunch of, I don't even know, like Vietnam veterans from Houston who retired and moved out there. You know, or back in this, back in the, you know, the old days, and it's still that. But now it's a little bit more fancier. Honestly, now I, it's fancier. I really like. Uh, I've always really liked Wimberley. It's so a nice, I, like it's not far. It's like a nice little getaway, and and there's so many options and now with like airbnb you can i love the blanco river yeah it's beautiful blanco river is great yeah my grandparents used to have like a spot over there and we used to be on the river like all summer just like not really realizing how cool it was it was just kind of like little kid ass you know like this is like pretty badass you know and then you get older and you're like fuck that was pretty badass mm-hmm. you know cool. we almost died one year damn we were down there, there what yeah, we were down there, uh, my, me, my brother Isaac, and my grandfather, and um, this dude shows up, and he goes, hey, y'all got to get out. It's coming. What do you mean? And it wasn't even raining there, and he was like, what's going on? It's like, it's raining in Blanco, it's coming down. So we moved up, and like, literally like fucking 15 feet of water just came, and it was like, Shoo. So scary. Yeah, now you know why. Especially it's... back then, because like now there's a lot more dams and whatever, but it's still, I mean, they still flood all the time. Makes like, your... Uh... Realize why they call it a flash flood. Yes, happens yeah. in a flash. Oh, when you see it too, like yeah, as a kid, insane. it's like even more insane because you're just like it may not even be like that big. It's, but at that time, I was like, "What the fuck yeah. in hell?" But trees were like floating down in it too. They was already knocking stuff over. I was um, this is mm, three or four years ago, and uh, you know, uh, Casa de Colores out out in um, uh, uh, Lano near Lano. Okay. Um, it's right on the Lando River. It's, you know, a place where people, I don't know, have you ever been out there? No, it's I have not. Place. It's like on stilts and it's got all sorts of different crazy themed rooms. It's a really cool spot. Okay. But we we're out there for my buddy Miletus's wedding and it was like an all weekend wedding thing. And so, uh, there's about 50 of us sort of like, you know, BFFs went out there early Friday night. So we're How all the there. How the fuck do you have 50 BFFs? <laughs> well, 
when I got married. Melitas. Melitas has been around forever, and he's like, okay. you know, he's, he doesn't live here anymore, but he We've was, been around forever? I know. Well, he, but he's like Mr. Austin. At least that's what he, okay. he's very yeah. like, he's very just like aggressively Austin. Okay. And uh, and he's just, he's been around I guess forever. we're more subdued Austin. He's one of those, he just knows everybody. You're not you subdued. Know. Um, but, but his, so we were out there swimming. It was beautiful, and we saw the lightning coming in the, you know, uh, out in the pasture, and it was just like having a oh, good time. Yeah. Rain started coming down. We're like, whatever. After a couple hours, it was just like constant rain. And I go upstairs to go to bed, and I like kind of look out on the deck, out out the deck, and I see some friends uh, walking through the tents. And I'm like, wow, there's some rain build up there. You know, like it's like a couple inches of water. I was like, whoa, we got a little flood going on. I went inside and like put my earplugs in, my eye mask, started falling asleep. And like 10 minutes later, I, I feel the the building rumbling you know it's on stilts and i hear all the shouting and i'm like fuck something's wrong so i get up i look outside and it's like 10 feet of rushing water just in like 10 minutes everything floating away and everyone's freaking out we're we're in this building that's on stilts so there's nowhere but still to go. you're fucking scared as fuck because well you're I, gonna float down too well i go down to the corner and i look I look down and everyone's cars are floating uh. towards us. And I, wa- I just watch one car just like float right underneath me and just take out the four by four underneath me in the corner of the building. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. So anyone call the cops? Because like that, that's when I realized like people are trapped die. here and all these cars are floating this way. This whole yeah. building can go down. And people and we fucking st- die like dude, that too, man. We were stuck, stranded for six hours straight and like we had a friend on top of his truck the water was like an inch away from overtaking him he's on the phone with his family saying goodbye and like yeah we're all freaking out and then just out of nowhere these like rescue boats come there was like it was like six different counties came in and air rescued and boat rescued us it was insane i I was i was like that was the first time i'd ever seen a flash flood i was like okay now I now I know, oh, people, now I know about them. Like, I remember, like when I was a little kid, like people always die out there. Like, <clears throat> man, well, they insane. made us watch that movie in Driver's Ed. Did you have to watch that? It was called The Power of Water. It's all about like not driving into like uh, low water crossings because so many people in Texas die like that every year. Mm-hmm. They still die like that every yeah. year. I know. They think they can do anything with those with their F one fifties, you yeah. know? Then boom. Up. Man, that's scary as hell. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I'm, I don't. Know. I'm not trying to like belittle anything because I know a lot of different cats. Of my, of this, I was in San Marcos and um, I was living in San Marcos when the super flood happened back in um ninety whatever six or seven, and like the uh, like here's Sewell Park and there's the bridge. The water was over that bridge. Like, you couldn't see the bridge. Wow, over there to. Like, where here's, like, you know, where the falls is that, you know what I mean? It was, like, insane. Like, we couldn't, like, we were stuck at our house for, like, two days. We couldn't do anything. It was, like, and people were, like, obviously people died and, like, yeah. people lost their cars and houses and stuff. We were very lucky, but it was just, like, crazy, you know? Man. I did lose some speakers. Speaking of San Marcos, I heard that they, I saw that they, Legalized marijuana. They passed the like, decriminalization yeah, so of like marijuana. You can have up to four ounces or whatever. Yeah. That's sweet. This is like uh, the baby steps, I yeah. feel. Yeah. What's yeah. happening. I think I think San Marcos passed it in another, another city too. To Elgin. Elgin. Elgin, all right. All right. And I think, I mean, it's hard because Hayes still kind of voted red, I felt, in the end. 
because it's still kind of like a weird county, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, we're trying. It's like, but I, th- I also think that's part of voter apathy too, you know, like if more people actually, because San Marcos is really a, a, a blue town, also like real similar to Austin, mm-hmm. you know, I love San Marcos. Yeah. And I don't know, like yeah, start cool. voter apathy is destroying my whole mentality. But we got runoffs, city of Austin, mm-hmm. I think three districts uh, for city council, uh-huh. including the three, the district three, which I think this is we're sitting on or we're close to. Yeah, Jose. Velasquez yeah. and Daniela Silva, I think. Yeah. And, um, of course, the mayor race, Cecilia. Cecilia won the popular vote. Mm-hmm. It's crazy as hell. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't yeah, believe yeah. it. I thought Watson was in a definitely. Even Watson, I feel like, thought he was like in the driver's seat the whole time. Man, fuck that. Man. I know, man. He's like sitting there vaping, talking shit. I was like, <laughs> shit, whatever. <laughs> back in my day. Like, you can't be back in my day, back in my day. Oh, yeah, you're right. You know, Watson over there, spoken weed with Stevie Ray or some shit. And I guess Mike Buck was there too because. He owns Antones now. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's pretty fucking crazy. But like, so the national picture didn't change too much. So I feel like that was the plus of the yeah. week. Absolutely. Yeah. Texas, once again, is red, but the margins weren't as big as they used to be. They're tightening. Yes. I mean, they were tightening during the presidential race. Too. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. they're getting a little tighter. So these are the positives that I can look at from the election. I don't want to be all negative, Nancy, you know. Oh, I feel I'm, like I'm feeling pretty good, honestly. And of course Austin is still the great city of what we love because we you know we're still we're the oasis, you know. Mm-hmm. But all the other major cities all voted blue too this election, so that's also a very positive I mean, sign. It's I'm, I think I'm, except for Fort Worth. I think but Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, El Paso. I'm pretty happy with with it all generally i mean i, I think yeah. i mean they were you know they were thinking they were going to flip like 50 or 60 seats and it was only a, it's not much. not even like eight i think at the it's, most yeah, right now and so. they lost a lot of stuff too that they thought they were going to win i was well, really happy that fetterman won yeah oh, big time yeah. that was a big win yeah big win and um um omar from minnesota she won her re-election mm-hmm. uh yeah, Minnesota and Michigan both Michigan. had some good. Michigan did that, had a great. Did the Bo Bear lose? And she yeah. was losing. She, I think saw. she was still waiting on that. It's know. coming down to the wire but on I that she, one. She was losing. I really hope. So that's, that's great, you know, because yeah. she's like the worst. No, she's the worst, man. I can't like I don't mind you being Christian. I don't mind you being family valued or whatever. But I really hate when you throw this like this obviously fake ass christianity where you don't even like walk the walk is like you know what i mean it's like get the fuck out of here what are we putting in kids libraries okay so i just looked it up she uh we don't know yet there's there's a 60 vote difference as of 6 30 p.m today holy shit that's 60 votes yeah wow that's about as close as it gets yeah the, and the worst part is they're all going to be yelling fake election bullshit or f- the fix. Well, luckily, but even they're if so they annoying, will, even if they do, it's not, they, I don't, they're not going to have as much traction because so many of those MAGA pawns lost, which is a big win. Michigan that, voted in the state amendment for abortion. Did you see to, that? To codify abortion? Yeah, to legalize it like yeah. you can't, you know? Maybe we should move to Michigan. 
which is insane because I thought Michigan really thought they were going to lose a couple things we'll too. Just get a summer home there, and then and I think they won the state abortion, senate too, and everyone thought that they were going to lose it. You know, that's a good play. <laughs> summer homes. Who how can you afford a summer home? I have a friend. I like a dream big. Who are you, summer home in? It's I mean, cheaper like in other states, Ruben. There, you get a house. You know who? I'm broke ass Austin True. over here, woman. I'm trying to find a summer cardboard box I can throw at my neighbor. I'm going to invite you to my summer home in Michigan. See, this is why you have famous and. Fabulous friends. Yeah. I have neither. neither. Neither? Neither? Yeah, both. I hang out with Keegan. <laughs> broke ass. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you know, being a broke ass in Austin is different than a lot of, I mean, like, you can be a broke ass in Austin, go to places and live fine. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm mean, like, you I've know, been, we've been doing it. I mean, I was, in, <laughs> we've been, I, was yeah. in, I was in Kansas City during pandemic, and my rent was never more than 550 a month. It wow. was like, yeah, which was like, 15 years ago in Austin. Yeah. That's, I mean, honestly, Austin is... And of course, right now, we had the big property tax boom, so everything went up crazy. But now the recession's hitting, so I wonder what's going to happen. Because we're definitely in a recession. Price is going to drop. You see what Facebook fucking backed out of their building? Yeah, I don't know. Huh? Like, they were going to... They had a whole building, like, here in downtown Austin. And now they're, like, going to sublease it out because... They can't they're afford laying it. people off too. I know, like they lost like whatever hundred millions this last quarter. I mean, that's a big ass building that they're they built it for them because they were going to rent it out. You know, there's right like, that's there's the one right like across the street eras. from the proper, or is that the proper's Google building? Nah, Google's committed to that building. Yeah, Google's I mean, right across Google's, the street from the proper. Google's already in. Yeah, Google's already on Second Street, but yeah. they have a whole another building they're building. Right in front of the proper, and they're committed to that, and like they're working on it. So. That whole fucking neighborhood was nothing. Oh, I know. Like, freaks me out every time. I, like, that's where like Liberty Lunch used to Digital be and stuff. Turbines. Like, yeah. which have like, like next to a warehouse, next to an empty field, those like burning garbage. <laughs> yeah. And that was like the proper hotel. Yeah, I mean, I moved here in '99, and that was it. Was all just like abandoned warehouses. And yeah. Lots and rubble, it's and like, even like the the like the homeless people didn't even hang out over there. Foods there on Six Lamar was just a giant parking lot yeah mm -hmm. it's just rubble it's crazy it's fucking insane no just looking at it i will say though about austin you know people love to complain about all the the um condos and everything but generally most of the condos that they've put up i feel like uh they've used or they've they've utilized like the land properly most of the places they put up it, it was usually places that were not were being used for anything there. or just sitting yeah. there so they I, I will give austin that they've I feel like they've uh, done some of these. It's not always the case, but I mean, there's I, a lot of places. I mean, like, look at a lot of the stuff on East 7th and East 6th. A lot of that was just sitting there abandoned. Or Yeah, I agree with that, that, like that whole yeah, part yeah. of town. But I do feel like Rainy was like a neighborhood that they well, destroyed. Rainy was, diff yeah, different. Like, that it was, was a bunch of, like, you know, weed dealers, musicians, fucking everybody just hanging out in those houses. I mean, those houses were on the last Chain drive leg. is, the, I think, the reason why they ended up making a mix, because they they allowed chain drive to be there is the reason the downfall of the whole place, you know? Chain drive is great. I miss it. Yeah. But, yeah, so, like, I remember some great parties. It was apartment complexes that were back there, you mm -hmm. know? Well, they're all gone. I don't know. Yeah, it was a cool little hood back there. I don't know. Day. I feel like that being destroyed was like a weird it got destroyed into bars and then now the bars are getting destroyed for condos so it's like a weird transitional it's just like different waves yeah so in a sense i feel like losing that neighborhood sucked yeah because especially like 
for the homeless people because that one dude lived there and let them all hang out and like get drunk in his yard and shit. You know what I'm talking about? Remember that place? He's like some rich dude. He's like, but he was like an old timer. Remember mermaids? Was that the bathhouse? It was like a hot. You could like rent a hot tub and you could rent like a mermaid or a merman to accompany you in the hot tub on Rainy Street. It was. It was uh, not on Rainy. It was on thirty. It was on the 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 access road. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I do not remember that. But right around there. Yeah, like right by the IHOP. I thought it was like a bathhouse. I mean, I never went. I don't know the truth. Mermaid bathhouse. I just. I remember Austin used to have like a couple weird like sex bathhouses back in the old days. There used but I to be mean, one at like North Loop and Airport. Yeah. I mean, there's still that weird Dreamers um, with the fucking viewing rooms on North Lamar. Because they got the downtown Dreamers, which is like, look, this is great. Women, men, everyone come here. You know, every sex positive. But the other Dreamers is creepy as fuck. You go in those fucking viewing rooms. There's that. fucking dark secrets going on there. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of dark yeah. secrets going on for sure. I remember I used to hang out as one waiter at the fucking Cheesecake Factory. Like, I hate waking up with all those damn dreamers tokens in my pockets. Fucking, I don't know where the night went for that motherfucker. Like, <laughs> fucking lost in the city, man. I'll show you what. Like, I ever once while I go to that Chewy's on North, on fucking North Lamar, and that's about as dangerous I do for my living, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, the flea market was, yeah. There used to be a lot of, like, brothels and things all over the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Downtown, the east side. Most people don't even know that they used to be. I remember when I first moved here, South Congress, you still see hookers down there and stuff. Like, that's never going to go back down. Chavez, too. Chavez, too. Theater there in Congress. They had that hotel that I used to live by, too. I forgot. It's on Willow uh, Drive, though. And it used to be, like, famous for having a bunch of hookers there. Yeah. But it was like a now it's an apartment complex, right? Well, it's still technically a hotel, but like I guess they live. I mean, I don't know. The people seem like they live there, so like I think it's like a you know, yeah, day by week or something. Whatever. I don't know. When I was a when I okay when I was a knucklehead, my friend was working at uh, the Magnolia South, so we would go to Sixth Street from San Marcos. So I live in San Marcos. This is like in the nineties before I moved to Austin. I moved here about ninety nine, also. Moved here, yeah. And so, like, we'd be up and down on 6th Street, and it would be hilarious because we used to go to a lot of hip-hop shows back then, and, like, nobody went to any of the shows. Like, like we went and saw Big Pun at Liberty Lunch, and there was, like, maybe, oh, wow. like, 30 of us there. Dude, and Executioners opened. And, like, all sorts of God weird... And, like, this dumb shit like that where, like, nobody was there at these shows. It, it was just, like, so crazy to me. So whatever, whatever. But we would always go to Magnolia because he would give us free food because it was like, the homeboy thing, you know? But back then, I remember the hookers would be like knocking on the windows and shit. Like, yeah. it's crazy. That's the one on Congress? South Congress, yeah. like, but like late night, we'd be the fucked up there like at 4 a.m. Are they still open there. late night? I don't yeah. Think they're open. Are they? I think I so. Know. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I think they the only, off, maybe just on South Congress. One off uh, Lake Shores closed. The other one closed, yeah. yeah. Lake Shores closed, but I don't know. They didn't do it for a really long time. So they must have done, I mean, unless they do it recently. I, don't know. I can't see Magnolia not being open 24. It's like a whole. Well, COVID killed a lot of that. Yeah. Well, Star Siege isn't 24 either anymore. But no, like they've changed. They just recent, they re- just recently, back. yeah. That's good. They, they also got renovated. But they got a whole oh. new ownership group, though. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, different. It's like a frat boy that owns it now. Oh, uh, they're rebuilding that Dazen right next to it, too. So, like. They might knock it all down, though. Let's see. If they, um, supposedly the they 30. Just... 
Have you heard the 35 plan? They're just creeping up to the Fiesta, dude. Have you heard the, third, the new 35 plan? No, but I'm sure it's terrible. A third, a third overpass bridge. What yes. the fuck? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds yeah. believable. So what they want to do it. is a tunnel and like put a park or like walking on top of it. What? Like no upper level. The whole upper level is going to be like this. It's called, they're capping it. Kind of like in Dallas has this. And then it's under the... A train or the highway is under. I don't think three or four different ideas, but one or the two main ones they're gonna fucking destroy every one of those businesses on the side of 35. Where like you know, Chicas Bonitas and all the yeah. dreamers, like every one of them is done, including the days, like all of it's Damn. to be fucked. I the, think those should all be historical landmarks, to be honest. Because that's why the Chronicle was like freaking out because yeah. they're talking about they're we gotta we gotta move because yeah. they're right there on the side of third like so yeah. they're gonna fucking just shave like the whole thing up. Did you up. see that they're putting a Progress Coffee over there? Mm. Yeah. Where? Like uh, along, like over there by the Dreamers. Really? Yeah. I'll still go to Cherrywood. <laughs> that's such a weird situation. Well, that Joe's has got the fucking longest line in America by the HEB and Hancock Center. I went oh, there the yeah. other morning. I go to H E B in the morning when no one's there. there. Yeah. It used to be a coffee. It's a grind or something. Yeah. Oh, is it by like it's the same like old a... place where like wings up is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a little drive through spot. It's a Joe's. So it's got like a long ass line every morning. Because they have a drive through. Coffee bean. Yeah, it was a coffee oh, bean. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because you know me and Hancock Center, H E B. Shout out Shout out H E B pharmacy app. If you ain't got the H E B, I'm old. If you're my age and you got a lot of maladies, First of all, are you gonna give me credit for this? I was about, I'm still you, shouting. Like, I'm still in the middle of my shout out. You always want your credit. <laughs> you get your shine, woman. When you get your shine, so there I was suffering I mean, a million maladies and filling in my prescriptions. Confused. I'm old. I'm adult-minded. Some say I should be put in a home, but luckily my best friend, aka Mary Jenkins, was like. Fool, have you seen the H-E-B pharmacy app? And I was like, what the fucking hell is this? Next thing I know, all I got to do is beep, boop, 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 drugs. But I mean, for my maladies. uh, When they call you and tell you your prescription is ready, they don't say which one it is. You know, it's something you're just showing up. You're hoping it's this one. It might be this one. Dice roll. Or you'll show up to get two, and they'll be like, oh, only one's ready. You got to wait. Every girl I know in Austin has IBS. (laughs) You know? This isn't even about my IBS. (laughs) I was just talking in general. I wasn't even talking about your IBS. I was talking about IBS in general with pretty girls. (laughs) So a lot of women have the stomach. You got to take pills or do something. Ma'am? We also have to get our birth control while we still can. Yes, while it's still legal in Texas. Up. Antidepressants. Well, as long as the app works better than their self-checkout, I'm game. Yeah. It's nice. Like, cause why is the HB self-checkout? Why am I still having issues? Is what it's I so know. militant. They're so like, annoying. put it in the bagging area. I know, it's so You're like, annoying, I'm trying. <laughs> Dude, like I never use it. You I always go through the way. Keegan can't do it. Can't do it. it. Like he gets so upset. That was the first person so I thought of that. I can see Keegan fucking losing her shit like that. Yeah, it was. I was like, 
this was a bad idea. All she's got is like four items and it's just going well, to never, hell. She never actually buys like real groceries, but she's getting like a, a bag of chips or something. <laughs> Capri Sun. Peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> snack size fucking funyuns because she's like a little person you know and camels. Camels. oh my god yeah camels gotta get breeze. a carton of cigarettes and they get all mad because i gotta walk all yeah. the way down to the thing yeah so i never asked for blunts at h-e-b i wish kiki was here to defend herself she'd be mad as hell my alpha living honestly i just honestly if i'm being honest i hate h-e-b what? I, I hate it, man. I I'm part of the cult of H-E-B. I love H-E-B. I like, I, oh, dude, I just. Where do you shop? Well, sometimes at H-E-B, Hancock <laughs> Center. That's which, my spot, man. But then, you know, sometimes Whole Mueller's Foods. Mueller's too busy. Because I like the produce at Whole Foods and, okay. and meat, you know. Can we talk quality. about yeah. this? But And then Fresh Plus. I go to Fresh Plus when, I, when I'm like, you know what? It's worth me spending 15 more dollars to Fresh Plus. The, where I don't have to like. I loved Whole Foods until Amazon took over. I mean, I'm not. It has changed everything. Like the buffet sucks now. The buffets be fucking great, and like I'm I used to sit there fan, and put like 17 pounds of Mexican food in there and eat it for three days. King Ranch chicken. There's just they had some King Ranch chicken. They have some chicken. stuff that you just can't get. Shout out Threadgills. Mm. At HEB. Gone. Gone. They have the tahini in the squeeze bottle. Game changer. I might get that stupid debit card because I buy so much HEB products there. I know. I was thinking about doing that too. You see that? I was thinking about getting one for Cenote. We love HEB. I also, but you know, I also worked at Central Market about 20 years ago. Oh, also owned by HEB. Yeah. And being an ex employee of the company, I also have a different old beef. I see. You know, like, um, there was at one time I remember they did a bunch of like random drug tests and. They fired some of the best workers I knew. Like some of the best workers they had there, That's they so fired stupid. because they s- smoked weed. Yeah. All right. And like a lot of some of the, I want to say this though. I worked at Whole Foods back in the day. This is like 20 years ago, though. I feel like a lot has changed. Like drug tests. Like, because I remember like you couldn't get a job like at Walmart or a lot of these places because like you know they do the drug tests and stuff. And now they don't know. Hopefully no, not. The drug uh, test my, is my job. Drug tested me. I got it. <laughs> yeah, I you know one. I went into work one day. Luckily, there was a manager who liked me. I went in, yeah. and, he, and he comes up. He's like, "Hey, I hadn't clocked in yet." He's like, "Have you have you smoked weed in the last thirty days?" I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Clock out. Go home. I didn't see you. Call into work. You know they're doing random drug tests." So I went home and I just drank shitloads of water for three days. Went in, took the yeah. test, got my results, and I was like, "This is my notice. Fuck you." It's so and weird. I passed, but yeah. Also, I just th- feel like that whole thing with jobs is kind of changing. Yeah, hopefully. Well, the, the job market has changed. You know, like you can't. I remember a time when like you can't be so picky about restaurants wouldn't hire like anyone with a tattoo. I remember mm-hmm. like like all the fancy places here in Austin. Yeah. Like, if you had a beard or a tattoo, they wouldn't hire you. Yeah, you can't do now that. It's now like, it's like, are fucking, you breathing? Are you breathing? Like, <laughs> I remember, like, when I was a knucklehead, like, hearing, like, Uchi had, like, 100 interviews and only, like, Damn. three finalists, and then, like, only what? one was hired. No. Now it's like, ran into some chick the other day. She was, like, trying to get Joey to go to Uchi. Come on, we need somebody. It's like, fuck it, you know. Yeah. This is like, everything's over, you know. COVID really fucked the restaurants. The fucking the shit like, I almost worked at El Bruto. Oh, 
I can't. Cameron worked it over, so no way for like two weeks. I can see him getting fired <laughs> right now, yeah, but I'm also can see him getting hired because they need people. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Twitter. Oh man, poor Twitter. Oh, that's really? hilarious. Poor Twitter. It's hilarious. I don't give a sh- I've always hated Twitter. I've never understood it. Fucking All right. Yeah, I you know, love. Every time I get it, I always delete it. Dude. Yeah, it's just. I, it's okay, just I'm going to say bullshit. this out loud and forgive me. I'm a big sports fan. Love me some NBA. Me too. And sometimes NBA Twitter is like all I really follow because it's just like it's a lot going on always. You know, he's like keeping with the rumors and this, the whatever. Yeah, it so is. I do love that. And I know it's not like mainstream political. I don't really do much political Twitter. I do a lot of NBA Twitter, some a little bit of black culture Twitter because it's right there on the same part of it all, you know. But it's like what I've been following for a while. And I do love that. And I do feel like I know Musk bought it, whatever. I don't understand what his goal is. I don't think anyone You're going to like try to. I don't think he knows what his goal is. I want a bunch of red state people to appreciate me. Yet none of these motherfuckers will ever drive an electric car. It makes no sense to me. And then also liberal America, why are you buying his electrical car? Buy just, just get a fucking Honda electrical car or some shit. I don't know. What do you think about? Have you have you seen his his like affordable housing project out there by like F one and the airport and all that? No, I have not. So, like so, I know when he first. It's only went, for employees, I thought, or whatever. Uh, it might be i don't know i just remember when he first moved here and okay. he just sent out this pretty cryptic text that was just like austin needs more affordable housing and i'm like okay yeah. thanks for tweeting that do something bitch yeah. do something about it yeah. and i guess that was maybe his little foreshadowing or something or being coy or, or whatnot but i'm like i don't know man i just it's just like dude you were go back and forth between being the, the first or the second richest person in the world it's like take half of your your worth and do something about do so, at least i mean like i understand it's a big problem and it's hard to know how to fix the homeless issue but like you know like i mean i understand I like if you're rich like if you don't want to help out do don't help out but don't comment and do stuff if you're not going to help you know, if you're going to be, like, saying things, being well, in the public light. If you're light. that rich, you can hire someone that can strategize, like, how to best use your money. Yeah. Well, you saw that to the Twitter the other day, right, where they're, like, I remember in the old days when the billionaires built, like, colleges and libraries yeah. and, like, the Vanderbilts and, like, you know, those kind of families that they would, like, build, like, all, like, you know, places for education, you know. <laughs> so I mainly follow comedians on Twitter, so I'm just seeing Elon Musk get roasted left and right. Oh, they're definitely, yeah. He's getting roasted. Yeah. I mean, he he spent so much money on this platform, and he's just getting bullied every day. Be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. Yeah. But, well, I mean, I mean the, the housing yeah. he's building out there, it's like, you know, it's he's he's sort of billing it as, like, the future, forward-thinking, like, which I respect. I mean, it's okay, like we yeah. have to, you know, if we're building housing or affordable housing, we do have to think of the future and how that looks. And But, like, I'm just looking at this neighborhood. It's all, like, you know, kind of like pods. They're just, like, big glass rooms. And I'm like, I don't I don't know who, like, that's not going to be for everyone, especially, I, yeah. like, yeah, I don't remember if it's, like, affordable housing or if it's for his employees. I mean, Austin has a lot of housing. Unfortunately, none of it's affordable, you know? Right, I mean, right. there's people, I feel like a lot of Austin, like, I mean, so many, like, for example, the working class people live out by the airport now because it's cheap. But now all that stuff's happening at the airport because of Tesla. 
is forcing them out of that area now, which is going to be a really tough time because they, you know, they went out there just to get away from it all, kind of. And I mean, like Pflugerville's now getting too expensive. I mean, obviously the east side's already been destroyed. I mean, where were they I going? Maynard, Hutto. I mean, you're just going further and further out, yeah. and and nothing's getting cheaper because everybody's. I was in Elgin. They only got that one damn road, and it's like three lights, and the whole thing's like one big traffic stop. Like this, too many cars. Not enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's because everyone's out there now. I don't know. It's just a glut of people, and nobody understands in Texas. And I try to explain this to people all the time. I don't care how many transplants move here. I don't care who it goes on. You got to own your own car in Texas. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to go by without a car. And they can do whatever they want, close down this, supposedly building some fucking trains, but I don't believe any of that ever. I mean, the next train they're building is straight to the fucking airport, so tourists can just get here to the hotels faster. It's not even for no fucking working class people, you know? True. But, I mean, that's what I care about is the working class Austin. The guys who, you know, we put in the hours, you know, Mainly so they can do what we want, you know, like podcasts, music, you know, you know, just old Austin in a sense. Yeah. Would we even do the rundown? Huh? The rundown? The topics? Yeah. Yeah. We just kind of. Just dove in. We just kind of freestyled it. Okay. That's good freestyle, yeah. I was was, like looking for topics and everything was about the election, so, you know. Oh, well, we did talk about the election. We did talk about the election. We did talk Um, about. I want to bring back Jake Weber for the fucking um, the runoffs. Uh, When is the runoffs? I don't know. December. December. That's it. I thought it was January. Shit. Yeah, I think it's December. We love runoffs. He was great, dude. It's gonna be fun. Um, there's some bank robberies. Oh shit! Wow. There's the some some ladies that were breaking into cars at Mount Bunnell. I mean, this has been happening for ages. But so. I mean, yeah, if you're parking out there, going to like, whatever, they're always gonna break into cars. Yeah, my it's car Austin. got broken into at uh, Twin Falls. Once. Yeah, got my my stereo. You park along that little road, everyone yeah. is breaks. The... Yeah, they took my stereo. It was sad. They that was when I was broke too, so I just lived without a stereo for a while. Casper Ooh. tagged um, Joe's Bakery and they got him on camera. Oh, really? Yeah. What was he thinking in attacking Joe's Bakery? That's mm-hmm. not cool. Wow. They got him on camera. Pretty damn good picture of him, too. I was like, damn, good cameras at the Joe's Bakery. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, if, you know. There's been a lot of break ins a lot on the East Side, too. With all the cameras in the world now, and going to be more so, it's going to be harder to be a criminal. But it's desperation of the times that people are always going to be committing crimes, you know? It's true. Rhyming like a true motherfucker. I mean, I'm not trying to say like, but this, I mean, there's a lot of people that are homeless. They're desperate. Fucking drugs, obviously. For you sure, know? man. I mean, we all know, I mean, just in the few years, whatever, I mean, so many of my friends have just either overdosed or in the last, you know, four or five years. It's been insane, you know? I was just telling her before you arrived, I mean, I've, I've been like dealing with so much death in this past year. I mean, and none of them are COVID related. Yeah. It's like I've had three close friends die in the last, well, that's including my mom in the last year. And then like other friends, acquaintances, like left and right drugs and just, I mean, just a lot just of all, yeah, a lot suicides. of drugs. Yeah. Suicides. It's, One it's or the other. Real, yeah. Man. It's like a it's real out there. Yeah. And it's sad. I mean, cause 
I, this used to be like a an oasis, you know. You come mm-hmm. to Austin, it was like the best time of your life, you know. You was walking around the town, making friends, having fun, you know, doing shots. Everybody smoke this, let's do this, let's go over here, you know. Let's swim nights and jump into this place, jump this fence, you know, apartment complex and jump off a building and get arrested. Yeah. But yeah, it was always, I don't know. Now I feel like it's, it's I don't know, it's like, so many words. I don't know, but we we yeah. Oh, I, I you know, but, but I still, still think, lo- I love, love yeah. It. I still love think uh, I still think Austin has a lot to offer. It's still badass. I think it helps if you've been here for a long time because then you're kind of grandfathered in with community and things, and like that just automatically yeah. helps. Well, I do feel like right now there's a little renaissance going on. There's a lot of great music going on right now. Um, obviously East is this week. Uh-huh. East is like the party of the parties to be. You know, a lot of different artists are doing a lot of different things. It's going to be a lot of fun to see these old friends and stuff and see what they're working on. Can you explain what East is? East Austin Studio Tour. Um, so if you have like a studio in your house or a studio that you rent out or so any kind of place that you your, you work on art, you sign up, um, you get a little sign, you put it in front of your house, you're on a map, and people like me just go around and go to different houses and look at different people's art and creations yeah and sometimes there's a little bit of free alcohol sometimes there's some bands playing sometimes there's some obscene just you know just i don't know it's really fun it is fun it's a wonderful austin tradition yes shout out janice Swack for creating it big medium for stealing it's great though man like yeah i love like getting on my bike rolling around just visiting friends it'll be like cakes walking up and down the street and just being like what's going on and then you end up some other person next you're like i don't even know where i'm at how to get here like whoa awesome good night super fun man i absolutely love it all right you ready for the interview process oh shit yeah okay (laughs) so you go by dj fart jazz um just fart jazz one word not DJ Fart Jazz? No, but it's, I mean, it's easier to, I guess if you just put Fart Jazz on a, you know, on a flyer, people are like, what the fuck is that? So mm-hmm. I can, you know, DJ's fine, but uh, also, yeah. And that, that's just actually something I've been mostly using since I've been back in Austin. I know. I used I, to go I by saw like you. Shorty, DJ Shorty Stump or Shorty Stumpleson, just because of I saw you pre-COVID DJing old hip-hop. I don't know what years it was. Vegas, a long time. Vegas, yeah, yeah, definitely know, a Vegas. Cold Lampin, that's what this hat's from. Yes. Shout out Cold Lampin, DJ. And Dinger. that was a long time ago, obviously, pre COVID. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun, a lot of good times. And I know you're still, you still have residencies around town? Yeah, I've been doing, um, I've been doing every first and third Thursday at Lowdown. And Keegan's there. Okay. When I do that, that's been really fun. He. Uh, what are you playing there mainly? I so I've been uh, I started it out I started out with my buddy Gabe DJ Dangit who I used to do the sock up with and Cole Lampin owns Breakaway. Um, he started doing that. He asked me to do that and we were doing that. Um, and then he stopped doing it and I just kept doing it. Okay. Um, because since I've been back in Austin, you know, traditionally I've been a vinyl DJ for yes. years. Um, but when I was in Kansas City, I was surrounded by a lot of great DJs using Serato and the digital thing and. Um, actually really inspired me so when i came back in january i just happened to get a bunch of gigs thrown my way and it was perfect timing because i was feeling um i was feeling inspired by all my pals in in missouri so 
um, basically I'm like low down. I just kind of, I've been using as a sort of an experimental way to just like, um, get better at Serato and doing, doing that stuff. Cause I'm really digging that. Okay. Um, that's like being a music nerd and stuff. It just lends itself to a lot of fucking fun. I mean, we love vinyl and, but I just dragging the, the crates around. Yeah. Is like, I mean, yeah, exactly. And sometimes I, mean, I, I do understand both. certain gigs are like, hey, we yeah. want you to do the vinyl. Right. We want you to do the old hip hop, you know, like a. And I still do vinyl gigs yeah. and then I'll do Serato. And sometimes I mix the both, which is fun, but it's a lot of equipment. But yeah, the Serato thing is great. Um, like, especially if you have your own system. Like when I DJ Electric Church, I just had to put my my um controller in my bag and my laptop and that's it i can ride there on my bike yeah and then rock the party it's fucking sweet what are you mainly spinning there or playing so basically so what i've been doing at lowdown and also kind of electric church lately is i'll just um i love you know i just love being diverse in every way i can be and so especially in music i've always you know loved all sorts of music so i've been really working on blending a lot of styles together so i'll do like you know, I'll mix, um, I'll mix like old school hip hop, you know, new shit, some trap stuff, disco, house. Um, I've been doing a lot of just like world beats, a lot of. Um, Are you doing more EDM stuff too? Yeah, yeah, I'm working that in, but like, uh, it's a lot of the stuff I'm playing is not just like you know i think a lot of people have a misconception about edm it's like oh it's edm it's <laughs> but it's not all like that there's so many different styles and so i mean just everything's at your fingertips now so everyone's making just incredible music and i've really been digging a lot of the world music that's coming out that has electronic elements but then that also like using traditional so like there's a lot of like Eastern Bloc, Eastern European stuff that's coming out that's like, they, they have like, you know, this Eastern European brass band, but then it has like a house beat behind it. Um, you know, there's like some cool Turkish bands. We love bands. Electro Cumbia, fool. Yeah, you exactly. Like, me about, exactly, dude. Like, know? yeah, all the like elect, Electro Cumbia stuff coming out. There's so much good shit out. So I've just been really trying to mix all that together. Our kitchen's always like jamming like, you know, normal Mexican music, but then like the every once one of the kids will take over. They like they have their like twenty year old son and it's like it's like oh my god what the hell the hell's going on here it's like Some a lot cool of shit out there man yeah a lot of cool shit out there I I saw that you played a I want to say a rave but you were in Dripping Springs uh-huh. at an EDM yeah, festival the, was uh we're old I call them raves still but everybody just looks at me like I'm an idiot so I can't call them raves anymore. Yeah, yeah. But they're kind of like raves. I mean, yeah. Well, now that now now you have like the whole Burning Man, like the burn thing coming in and mixing in with like festival stuff, and now yeah. it's becoming more of a. It's all blending together. So have you been to Burning Man? I haven't been to the big one, but I go to regionals a lot. That's okay. actually where I got the name Fart Jazz because okay. it was actually started out as my burn name. I got out of Flipside, and then sorry, motherfucker. So like, man, in Kansas City, nobody even knew my real name. Everybody called me Fart Jazz. Oh my god. <laughs> Which was pretty fun. I don't even know. I was spray you with fucking burn fucking oh, disinfectant. That's what I needed you. That man. Get that, some burn lotion on your burn there, son. That that, that, oh, that, that community is wicked awesome. Mm. I love it, man. It changed my life. There's a lot, you know, it's like anything, any any kind of community or clique, like people get a little too involved and then they get weird and, and there's all sorts of it can be internal drama. But for the most part, like that whole scene really 
changed me in a lot of ways. Like, it's just like, yeah, it's all... like a sex cult, right? No, no, no. It's just, <laughs> I mean, there's, you know, sex is a huge part of it, but it's like, it's sex more is a like big part of everything. Sex positivity, body positivity. Um, it's some of the most creative motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. Okay. I don't know. I, man, personally, it's, uh, it really changed the game for me. I think it's, it, there's a reason why it's like, you know, sex cult. trending and becoming popular is because people like go to these things. People like, like sex cults? Yeah, they do. Well, I mean, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be in a cult, it's definitely gonna be a sex, sex cult. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'm old school. My drug cult. I mean, it's that too. Yeah, oh, yeah it's both. but you know, that's the thing. There's there's can be a lot of drugs and partying. There's there can be a lot of sex, but then there's a lot of people who go there and just they don't do any drugs or drink, and they just wake up and do yoga, and and it's I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of freedom in there, and the cool thing is like, you will almost never witness any kind of you'll never see a fight you'll never see people getting angry or jealous everyone's just vibing out and having a good time which is mm-hmm. saying a lot for a bunch of intoxicated people mm-hmm. you know they have like a very set standard of like kind of rules and, and things that you follow to make sure that it kind of keeps the community in check and nobody gets out of control you mm-hmm. know i don't know it's pretty sweet god damn but with that said, I haven't really been connected to that community well, you know, this I'm year. Always jealous of all feeling. sorts of things. <laughs> Back in my day, you know, there was no sex. I guess maybe they were. I said there's always, the sex always there's always has been. Yeah. The isn't the Austin? Isn't Austin a big giant sex cult for the most I part? I think it used to be for sure. I think it is. Now it's like a money cult. That well, that too. Sex and money, you know, that's a whole other evil. Yeah. All right, so you burn. Yeah, that's well, cool. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna hold that against. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Well, especially since you don't, you know, you've never you experienced it, it yourself. <laughs> you know, know. so. But I'm afraid. I hate everything for California except for like. Well, it's not a NWA. You know. Well, yeah, that's obviously <laughs> one of the top. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> basically is, you know yeah, up there. That's it's, it's not a California thing. Gray but, slick, you know whatever. Gray slick. <laughs> She's a powerful woman. I love the old, you know, when the Raiders were in L.A., you know. Oh, fuck, Bo Jackson years. Fuck the Raiders, man. Although uh, it was fun watching Bo Jackson. Bo I, Jackson was just a machine. Dude, I made a mistake. I went to a Oakland Raiders game with my brother a few years ago when they were playing the Broncos, and I'm from Denver, so we wore oh. Broncos jerseys. Oh, no. Was, was it in Vegas still? Oh, no. It was in Oakland. It was the oh. stupidest Oh, so back thing. then it was still crazier than shit. Cause oh, Oakland, dude, it was the stupidest thing I could have ever done. Fucking. I've never been. I've never been so harassed in my life. I believe it. It was just nonstop for like fucking six hours. Like it was, dude. I was so happy to get away from that stadium, and like everyone's like, I mean, just in your fucking face, kind of like oh, drunk man. assholes just coming up. And they, I didn't realize they had the whole like Raiders. Oh, they just yeah, like yeah, chant yeah. that, and it's just like, and they'll just come up and do it in your face. Love and like Raiders. they're just, they're just like poking you to try to start a fight. It is, it's so not like fucking in, annoying, in Europe dude. where they have like a visitor fuck section that keeps you separated. Fuck you know the Raiders what I mean? In America, fans. you're just mixed in with everybody, so yeah. it's just like fucking chaos, you uh, know. It's like when you go to a Spurs game and there's that one Laker fan there, and I'm like, this motherfucker, man. Yeah. I yell at him the whole time. It's like, you know, I have I have a lot of love for the Bay, you know, for multiple reasons, too short, E40, and oh, yeah, et cetera, sure, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. But, like, sports fans, the Bay can just go oh take God, a flying leap. They're so the man. worst, I know. I wish, just, like, it was an accessible city. This is so beautiful. Yeah. San Francisco yeah. sucks. <laughs> 
Fuck the Warriors too, man. Oh, Absolutely. fuck the Warriors. God, I was, I was already thinking it in the back of my mind. I don't want to bring fuck it up. Draymond Green. Draymond is like the perfect player for that system in a sense. But in any other system, I'm not sure where he would be at. You know, I mean, I'll uh, give him props. They they like built that team up the old school way just through drafts. You know, which yeah. I give him props, and I do like Clay Thompson a lot because he doesn't talk shit. He just plays the game. Well, that's why I love him. What's his name? Uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, the, the Warriors. The logo. Uh, Iguodala. Uh, no, the NBA logo. Oh, the old Jerry West. Oh. Uh-huh. So the I'm not sure the the rumor is when Jerry West was there he was like a you know he was helping them out for like a million dollars a year just uh-huh. kind of like right and they were gonna trade um, Clay for Kevin Love oh that's right and Jerry West said don't do it man good thing Jerry West said that'd be the stupidest move you ever that made would have been a stupid move because they were gonna do it and they didn't do it because Jerry West said no I think Kerr was on West side too so they didn't make the trade obviously everything worked out. Because before all the championships, you know? That's so, a, like, because Jerry West, they make fun of him in the L.A. TV show, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, some dumbass in West Virginia, but he's, like, the architect of, like, 400. I heard he's kind of an asshole, but, I mean, he is I mean, he built an obvious champion. The Kobe Shaq yeah, team yeah, he yeah. built. But, like I said, he's the one that said, don't trade Clay, you know what I mean? He's just, like, a... The it's basketball hard, yeah, fucking it's hard to yeah. deny his greatness. Just like, just like he I mean, built these teams. Besides yeah. playing like a player, he was great. He was also. I mean, Steph Curry too. Like I, he built the fucking first Lakers to, too. Showtime. I don't hate Steph Curry. It's hard to hate the guy, and it's he's undeniably the best shooter of all time. But I, yeah. it's like, dude, you're so good. You don't have to fucking like do some stupid little dance every time you smoke someone. Like, you know, I'm just like, be humble, man. That's why I like Clay. I'm just like, play your fucking game, dude. I don't know, man. With Steph so fucking daggers, it's like, I get it. Uh, I fucking get it. But I just, yeah. That dude is fucking like a dagger from the fucking out of the darkness stabbing you in your heart. It's just like, what the fuck just happened? I'm an OKC fan, so I've been there with him, man. I see him destroy like, mentalities man just like idea like the the concept of what basketball was is is everything's different now yeah and a lot of teams can't get it right because they're just trying to emulate it's true I love seeing him I love seeing Giannis man I can watch the Bucks forever oh Giannis it's a fucking machine right now and he's getting better yeah and he just never takes a playoff and he's just getting crazier it just looks like he's playing on a Nerf hoop all the time. He's like you know fucking. What I'm like he doesn't even have to jump. It just. <laughs> like oh, the so other day, long. he did a dunk where I didn't think he was gonna get it, and he like launched early, and I thought he was just gonna like pass it out, and instead he just fucking yeah, we'll just like floated through space and time we'll and through like, like a fucking quantum once, leap yeah. and fucked up the like hole, and I was like from the free throw line and bam. I was like, there's no way. It's like holy shit, yeah. he fucking because it looked like he was just gonna and then. I don't know. He just reaches like 17 feet with his arm, and yeah, you're like, that's "Crazy man!" I can't believe he just did that. And then the other guys are all like, "How do you stop that?" Like, I don't know. Weston, did you ever play basketball? I did actually. I grew up playing. Uh, I was a pretty athletic kid. I played all the sports: basketball. God. I started when I was, you know, seven, and I loved it. I I loved. I still go and I still, shoot, and I still go make sure I dunk. You can still dunk and all that, but uh, yeah, I was I was sort of being bred to like go to college, be in the NBA. So um, 
Uh, yeah, like my senior in high school, I had I was talking to five or six schools, scholarship offers, full rides, like was like top twenty it. players in the state of Washington in the nineties. Um, and then, but I used to uh, partially dislocate my kneecap mm. all the time. Like I started doing it when I was eleven because well, I grew too fast. And so by the time I was eighteen, I had done it forty or fifty times. Oh my god! And it's one of the most painful sports injuries you can have. Damn. And halfway through my senior year like i would i kept i would have i would hurt it really bad sometimes and i'd be out for like eight weeks and it always seemed to happen right before like a big you know uh event in my basketball career and so the last time it happened was like in an in-game i had a knee brace on which usually prevented it from happening and it was like all these scouts were there and then i like did it again I was going up against the number one recruit in the state of Washington. I was smoking them, and and then I just dislocated it again, and I was like, I'm done. And so I quit halfway through my senior year, and every single male coach and teacher in the school stopped talking to me for the rest of the year. Wow. Like, I got kicked out of classes. They didn't even want me in their classes, and the school allowed that. What the fuck? Yeah, and luckily, though, I, mean, I, luckily mean, I, I don't was, want to be rude, but you know, like, some of these high schools – aren't there for the students they're oh, there oh, for you, the i would say athlete. almost all of i would say i would say like 99% of like male coaches they are living vicariously through the through but i mean you. yeah but, yeah. but a lot of these schools also love they have a great football team, great basketball program you know to me recruiting now people and all now that i'm an adult it's so i look at you know, the way that adults treat high school and college it's sports. Creepy. I'm like, it is creepy. Really I'm like, y'all, like, you guys are getting so into a game of, for children. Like, it's basic because, you know, high school kids are still basically children. Yeah. I'm like, you fucking care this much. I about actually a love game? the fact that the college game is ruined because everyone's should just be able to go pro or just go night, like, they're going into like the G League, Nitro League or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Because they're obviously going to go one and done. Why go one year to college just to, like, make them billions? Well, because now I guess they have the, the likeness, the NIL deals, so you can make a lot of money in college too. But, I mean, which is the reason why they did the NIL deals is because this was happening. Yeah. Well, it's just I mean, they gave Zion a million bucks, Nike, while he was in high school, college. Well, it's, un it's unfortunate because, you know, they and I've been there, so I know the, the inside of it, but, like, they – they're just always pushing kids who are good at sports. They're pushing that, and that's all they push. So that's all they know. And if you all of a sudden get an injury halfway through college or in your first couple years of pro, you're, like, done. And then what else are you going to do? And, I mean, so luckily, luckily I, was, I was just lucky that I was obsessed about music since I was a kid. So I started collecting records at, like, seven. So, and I always wanted to play music. I always wanted to play drums, but I was always denied because of sports. But then, so when I quit, when I quit uh, basketball, it was an easy switch for me. I was like, well, I'm just going to start playing music like I always wanted to. So it wasn't even a, like, I had no problem switching over. I was lucky that way, though, yeah. you know. Um, I mean, and, I, everyone... and I didn't even realize, like, now as, now as an adult, I look back, I'm like, fuck, kids have so much pressure on them from adults to, like, go to college, play sports. And I'm like... I I was like I kind of give myself props like younger props I'm like I didn't give a shit about any of that noise and I just did whatever I did to make me happy and I don't regret any of it. I mean I always feel bad for like it was like certain players throughout time and I mean this get that kind of injury you can't come back from mm -hmm. and it's just like it's over. 
Yeah. yeah, it came down to, for me, it wasn't, I didn't love it enough to, like, work yeah. through the injury and, and do all this hard work. I was like, no, I think I just want to play music now. So. Like that old um, Arizona team, it was, like, Miles Simon and Mike Bibby and all them. Dickerson was on the team. He was drafted by the Rockets. And he, um, I think he, like, broke his fucking hip. He was never, it was over. Wait, Dickerson, never, Dickerson? He was part of the... He was a third guard on the team. It was like Bibby, Miles Simon. Oh, wait, Dickerson. when was this? What? The 90s, that Arizona team, Wildcats. Oh, wait, Mike Dickerson? Yeah. Is I mean, Mike? I think so. Oh, and he ended fucking... up breaking his leg and there was something and never Dude, came back. He never okay. came back. So get this. Mike Dick, if this, I'm pretty sure this is the same Mike Dickerson. All right. I think um, he, we were the same age in state of Washington when we were playing. Okay. So when I was playing, I, I was... I went to. Uh, I guess he went Fife. to Arizona. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the same dude. So yeah, I mm-hmm. I went to Fife High School, which was in Tacoma, and I would go play um, competitive leagues. Uh, it's called BCI on weekends, and I'd go play with all the best players in Washington. And he he was the he was like the number one player in the state of Washington. I think he went to um, Decatur High School, and everyone was like Mike Dickerson. Mike, and you know, he was just like windmill dunking on motherfuckers, like in, uh, when he was a I sophomore. forgot what exact his injury was, but he never came. He, but yeah, it was over. His everyone whole was, was over. like, "Oh, he's going to the NBA. He's going to be a star." He did. I mean, he went to the NBA in his, his rookie year. I forgot he played for the Rockets, and he got hurt. He never came back for that injury. That's crazy. So yeah, I played. Never. I did. played several games against that dude. Man. And I remember because I was like obsessed with that Arizona team. Like they were so fucking good, you know. But that's a great example. Like he was like a god in the state of Washington in the nineties, yeah. and then didn't. Yeah, and then he I got mean, an injury. like. That team, yeah, and it's weird because like Bibby played for like twenty years. Miles Simon fizzled out not because of injury, but just because you know the league. And it's tough, you know. If you don't, yeah. you don't find your niche. It's like I don't know. It's true. All right. So what what do you got coming up? What do you have any gigs? Going to some shows? Um. So yeah. So I uh you know I'm, October is usually the most the busiest month. So I was just slammed all. October so now it's more well there was more, definitely a lot going on this yeah. whole damn town is yeah. like alive with always Halloween, October is always crazy like a million things going on. so um so yeah right now I'm doing that first and third Thursday at Lowdown which I've been really enjoying so not this Thursday but the next Thursday um what else do I have going on regular right now I have I just do a lot of random stuff like you know I did uh the Uncommon Objects little flea market yeah, last yeah. sunday i did that with i just played all vinyl old like old jazz and stuff and ragtime and i know you're doing such a great you were time at 13th floor for a little bit of thought. so I, well, I bartend there on fridays okay. so come through visit me at the bar are you still working for the new location yeah yeah okay. yeah. yeah the old the old it was green jay before that and it was the old beer, beer land, land location yeah. which is cool because that's so one of the owners nick yachlin i met him originally there like 20 years ago when we all used to hang out there okay and that's where he met jake garcia one of the other owners who's also in black angels yeah. so a lot of us we all met there um oh, you know like awesome. 20 years ago when the whole like austin garage scene was really popping and so it's kind of a fun little homecoming it's like Beerland, but um, clean clean <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. It I, I was yeah. kind of like, it's cleaner. It's, it's definitely similar. cleaner. I haven't been yet. I'm it's cool. It's, it's a neat little vibe, man. So yeah, and yes, I've, I've been there, DJ there too. I think maybe twice now. I'm not sure. I think I went once as Green Jay and once as. You was that where Fuck Money was? Yeah. Yeah. I was there for that Fuck Money Trail of the Dead show. Yeah. Julian was there too. Used to go to the one on. You've been East. busy, Julian. What's going on? I've seen you at a lot of shows doing some filming. Uh, dude, I've been 
Went from zero to one hundred, but it's all right. Yeah, no, I, w- I went to uh, what was I was about to fuck up the name of that Expander and Nerve the other night. Okay, film them. Isn't Ben um, Buck doing something at Thirteenth Floor? Ben Buck's doing his tape release party. The B sides, yeah, and he DJs tape. there sometimes. Yeah, the whole Buck family there. actually. Whole, yeah, it's like usually it's like the Buck family nights, like they at least on the when they used to do on the East Side. You um, never know who you'll get. Exactly. But, it's fine. Uh, but I know he's releasing that album. Yeah, he's doing his album release on the twelfth. Okay. Oh, was that yesterday? Friday? Friday. Friday. Yeah, I can't Friday. Um, and that's blur. at uh, living a blur right now. Where is it? Where is it at? No, no, thirteen four. We just yeah. About. I guess um, you're, you're you're gonna be working then. I'm I'm gonna go down there, yeah. So I'm yeah, if it's go Friday, I'll be there more um, more likely. And then what else did I do? That's been I don't know. Yeah. I can't even keep track of it, dude. It's been way too busy. Same <laughs> proper shit. He was at the trash thing too. The trash oh, terminal. The trash terminal. Yeah. yeah. How was that? That was pretty pretty co- pretty cool actually. Like. I didn't think that they would be able to actually put a show on back there. Have you seen there this power? Trash no, what's Dude, this? there was a lot of power actually. There was like behind the there was enough though? power for them to plug in, oh. and then I plugged in my camera and shit into the power. Right? It's like behind the Fiesta. So like... It's literally directly like okay, if the if you're looking at the building, it's the back of the building, uh-huh. or like I guess they would do like load-ins. Right, and shit. right. And like I've been there. It's just like a weird segment of the back of the building that has like. I guess just like a perfect corner for some shit like this. So like, and also a bunch of outlets by this big ass dumpster. So I was standing on top of the dumpster filming, and then like, there's a fuck ton of people down in the crowd, and like, there's just like a weird like trash like, terminal hallway thing. I um, love it right now, man. I feel like cool. right now Austin's like a lot of do um, do it yourself shows, yeah, like so kind of like popping up all over. Like one good. of the bands, the tunnels and the fucking mm-hmm. yeah, bridges. Like one of the and bands the, was I don't know, uh, this is happening again. Playing yeah. at a show called Patton's House. Play a, a place called Patton's House or yeah. something like that, and it's like a north, it's like a house in Northeast Austin that apparently is like a big place for like shows like that, like yeah, know, similar like punk, you know. Well, yeah, so shit. I think I don't even know where this place House of Log is. I don't know how. Valente Beach and Fuck Money wow. are playing there like later on this month, and oh, I was really? like, yeah, I, was like I don't even know. Is I it gotta, like a DM for address situation. Yeah, yeah, like oh, all right. these shows you like this now, yeah. like you gotta like. Call that's cool, or, that, dude. That's cool. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Hold and up, uh, this, these time. weird little warehouse shows. I don't know. There's been a lot of. It's been. I don't know. It's been fun like seeing that. all this stuff kind of pop up again. Because I mean, the, you know, obviously the pandemic hurt everything, and then everybody got all. Yeah, I have, fr- I have a friend who's who DJ's um, a party. I don't know if it's every weekend or it's pretty often down down uh, down by the Pleasant Valley Bridge. Not Pleasant Valley Bridge, the um like airport bridge. On top of it? Yeah. 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 Bridge. There's a lot of shows going on down yeah. there. Yeah, that's like the new thing because they they um <laughs> they made it like a, a walk you know talking about have you been there? It's a pedestrian. A pedestrian. Yeah. yeah. It, they, used be, it, it used actually, to be a road and they made it a pedestrian. Right. Bridge. I knew they were gonna do that, but it's it's now I think it official. is it's yeah. open, yeah. yeah. It's cool. fucking yeah. badass. Yeah. All right. It's real nice. Yeah. Wow, I haven't man. and they have like like a raves or yeah or the DIY exactly, yeah. I don't know like, everything's DIY. happening like it's like all these spots like when they first when they first closed it off my uh my my best friend Zach Zach Hall shout out Magnifico he um he started throwing dinner parties up there and so we would just like 
everybody bring it was like potluck style. We bring out tables. We brought a chandelier that we would throw over and like <laughs> pour oh, down. Hell yeah. And we would really? just have like these dinner parties down on the bridge. It was pretty sweet. Live. Yeah, it's, just, it's a weird time right now. It's just like yeah. I feel like there's a lot of secret I saw stuff popping up, and I'm just like trying to keep up with it a little bit, just because I'm an old man. I gotta be like, you kids, get little, out of my I'm yard. I'm a little out of the loop. Yeah, I'm a little out of the loop for sure. Some crazy shit I saw the other night. I saw somebody on Instagram driving their car over the Barton Springs pool-like bridge, the one that's like on the pedestrian walk. Look at Instagram story. What? Yeah, straight. Up. I can I can show you later. <laughs> Well, I, I'll show you right now. What? <laughs> hey man, I, I nobody. Oh my god, I was just something crazy. I can't, I can't deal with it. It was the night that like it was pouring, pouring rain. I don't like anybody fucking with my bar and sprint. I man. know it's some crazy shit, dude. But this just just like goes Sacred. to show, Austin's fucking nuts, dude. This Austin is fucking nuts. It's I'm telling you, it's back. Like all these, like there's so many bands now, and like good bands too. Like yeah. I'm like freaking out, like. For a second there, everyone's kind of sounding the same, but now everybody's not sounding the same. Like, everyone's yeah. on their fucking... I, mean, I, I love I, it. I thought, I thought, yeah, I thought Austin Music was going to shit until I was doing, like, a minor threat tribute band a few years ago, and one of the my buddies, Sam, is in the band who's younger. And so he'd hook us up with, like, these house shows. And I'm like, um, oh, actually, there's some really cool, still, like, a lot of cool, like, house shows and bands yes. going. I just didn't know because I'm just older, and I just yeah, I'm on the loop. But I kind of yeah, have a couple happening, kids, like, like, I'm like, there's a bunch of really good young bands right now. This yeah. And I'm, like, kind of happy about it. Like, oh, shit. Same. Like, I mean, since I've been working the new 13th floor, the bands that yeah. we get, I'm always the, just the like, wow, okay. Like, yeah. and I just don't know who these wow. bands are because I just don't these go out anymore. These good, man. I love yeah. it. Still there. Still there. The grid, um, the grid is still there. You just got to know what to look for, you know. You want to maybe shout out your social media stuff for people to follow you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Loop. So um, so you can always find me, my name, Weston Borghese, W-E-S-T-E-N-B-O-R-G-H-E-S-I. Uh, my handle on yeah, Instagram is at Fart Jazz. That is like, <laughs> as in Fart Jazz. Like, Actually. <laughs> Perfect. musical fart jazz yeah so. so one word at fart jazz um that's that's the best way to like find out follow me and i always post when i'm doing shit usually day of i don't do a lot of uh announcements yeah, i wish yeah, i was there for that uncommon objects fucking yeah that sounds awesome it's fun i'll probably do it again i, I just need a round to go back with them and, and discuss it but i'll probably do that again i know i think they want me there for whatever their christmas one well yeah that's i was about to say it's the time of mm-hmm for all the artists, holiday yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, holiday other than, other than that, sure. I do the first and third Thursday at Lowdown. I I've been doing Electric Church like once a month, and that's usually like late night, like two a.m. to like five a.m. Yeah, um, that's old timey. That's old timey Electric Church. It is, it is, and then a lot of random gigs, and then I also, um, you know, I used to play in. I started White Go Shivers back yes. twenty three years back. I haven't been in that I band. And, I saw yeah. them. Pl they played recently without you. I've, I, they, yeah, I haven't. I've been in the band and going on maybe eight years now. Okay. Um, but they're still playing. I saw they play this weekend. Somewhere. Yeah, they they only do maybe two or three shows a year now. Were they at radio? Maybe. Uh, I, oh, they I saw a video. They recently, I, know, I think they did uh, the Halloween ball at White Horse again. But Zella, oh, the singer, she sings in Squirrel and Zippers now. For oh, really? Years, so she's been touring with them a lot. So they don't play as much. I get that. Um, yeah. But I still play in a band 
same era same vibe so it's like a nine piece uh we do like early we mix like the early 1920s hot jazz with like early swing uh, what y'all call uh rock step relevators rock step Ooh, and relevators. uh we it's like a lot of people I've been playing with for 20 plus years in that in that whole like pre-World War II music scene. Um, the bass player Ryan Gould and I have been playing in bands together for 22 years. Um, the White Coast Shivers clarinet players in that band. Um, the our, our earlier clarinet player John Doyle kind of started a band that turned into this band. So he was in that. Um, uh, Mark Gonzalez who um, plays trombone and does all the arrangements for Group of Fantasma and Brownout. Yeah. He's in that band. Uh, Guy Forsyth, him and I both played double banjo together. So Guy's in the band. Oh, that's good. Um, it's kind of a, it's a real fun, like, all-star was group. Um, wasn't Guy in um, Silent Street, Street Spankers? Yeah. So Guy is the one who started that band in, like, 93, 94. He's the one who, like, gave everyone their instruments and showed them how to play. And so, and that is actually the band that caught me and uh, my buddy Ryan, who plays bass. Well, that's the that, band that, that was the I band always that, feel they should have been mega stars but they kind of broke up or i'm not sure yeah. all the details well, i think yeah i mean that you know great band but they they had uh awesome well there's only so far how much there's only so far you can go with like pre-world war ii music let's be real but um <laughs> i've gone i've been through this problem you tried to get it yeah I, I know audience. this firsthand yeah but i, I guess you have a good point but, but they this, um uh, but solid street was pretty big for a second there they were i mean but there's only Electric so far you can go with around that, still. you know. A long time um, but uh, that that was the band that made me and Ryan Gould kind of look at Austin, and go like, oh, because at the time in the late '90s, no one was playing that shit. Nobody. And so when I I first heard like Squirrel and Zippers, and then I heard the Spankers, and I was like, oh, and then I started noticing a bunch of other bands from here playing similar stuff and so then i was like well shit that's where i'm moving because mm -hmm. when i discovered that shit i was living in seattle in the late 90s and i got just obsessed about it and couldn't find anyone to play with so mm -hmm. i was like i'm going to austin yeah um and also yeah our, our, our drummer uh paul schlichting um played the drums and the spankers for years and years so it's it's very ancestral that whole that whole scene so um, but it's a it's a great band, man. Nine piece band at uh, Sagebrush. It's a beautiful spot. If you all haven't been, mm -hmm. it's down there at like Stastny and Congress, which yeah, really um, isn't that friend, far out of town. Our now. friends no. play there a lot. Colt Wayne Kinney and the boys. Oh yes, dude. Sagebrush is cool, man. It is a great, like great spot. It's huge. It's got huge dance floor. The the vibes inside are fucking awesome. Lots of like little cocktail tables, just chill, or you can dance, and then they have a huge backyard. Nice. Um, it's a really great space. So we'll be there next Wednesday um, from 9 to 11. Okay. And yeah. then there's a free introduction, like swing dance um, lesson before from 8 to 9. Cool. And then we'll be there two weeks after that, so uh, the 30th. So next Wednesday, and then the 30th, and then we may keep playing there friends yeah. of the podcast are involved in the two-step classes oh cool that go on there okay i'm not sure if they still go on there i bet i'm i bet they do gotta swing somewhere yeah that's right poppy produce but he's like in i think he's in washington or wherever the hell i right know no one knows bob man yeah. is yeah, i don't know where he's, he's a man of mystery man of mystery but yeah i don't have i don't have a lot of set gigs like right now as much as i did say like two months ago i had a bunch of like yeah. kind of a but that start it fluctuates slow season right yeah, now yeah. With the holidays and yeah. stuff. 
but yeah, but, but they do a lot of random stuff shit, always pops so, up too. Yeah. yeah, a lot of stuff pops up. So you you know just follow me on the yeah. social meds. I just uh, want to say thank you so much. Um, I just want to say thank you so much. It's been Mary, an honor, you have any questions or you want to say anything to Weston? Thank you. Okay, it's cool. Great thank hanging you with you. Yeah, My pleasure. I just like talking to some old Austin heads about different stuff, you know. For sure. Like, yeah. Oh, Silent Street like, Spankers, yeah. obviously bringing that up. You yeah. Hear those yeah, words. Yeah. I, I think we probably could have gone on for hours. Dude, where's <laughs> the players, bro? Like, yeah, there's. But I do. I must admit, I I, I like where this new Austin's kind of going. I feel like the music scene's kind of once again. There's a lot of, I don't know. There's a lot going on. I think it helps to have a positive attitude. Oh, that, for that's sure. a big thing. Honestly, like I don't think I would have been so thrilled about Austin again. I like. I went to Kansas City for a year and a half during pandemic. It was the best thing I could have done because I came back and I had a great time there, like great time. And I came back and just all new appreciation for this city. Well, just... that time period was a great time to be gone because Absolutely. it was a sad time in Austin yeah. because and there I was no music. Yeah. Was, everybody was just I saw that happening. That's why I kind of took cause... off. Yeah. yeah, I was like, nah, well, it's... the rest of America was COVID shut down except for Texas and like Florida. So every drunk idiot vacation down here so they can just like yell on the streets like from boston chicago i don't know this is like a really annoying yeah. bro time it was like us in miami essentially <laughs> yeah, yeah. so yeah it was a good time to be away and it, it really did make me feel um i just appreciated it so much more when i came back so i'm like no austin is still alive you know just don't move here unless will there be a cold lamping reunion show uh probably not but you never know. oh but i will say this there will be a sock hop reunion next year on the blue moon so <laughs> <laughs> yes because, well, oh, i don't even uh, know what that means <laughs> well you know they we have a blue moon in the sky once in a while yeah it, it only happens every i don't know three three four years keegan if you're somewhere moon. listening can you please break out the, the cards <laughs> the and tell me when this yeah where's the chart <laughs> I, I forget. I think it's like next August. But anyway, so like, because we don't, you know, we did that for 10 and a half years. We're all kind of burned out on it, even though we had a great time and it was legendary times. But like, everyone's busy, you know, the other Tim and Gabe are both uh, business owners and families. So well, they're yeah, like, super I'd rather busy. have a sock hop than a damn bear football. For sure. Yeah. Fuck, keep your shoes on, people, please. <laughs> come on, man. Come on, Rube. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're gonna do that next summer, and and we're just gonna do that once in a blue moon. All right. <laughs> and so I was actually just talking to Gabe the other day. We're gonna start. Planning, I don't know what a blue moon means. I gotta figure it all out. I gotta... Might be a Shangri La. It's a beer. Might do somewhere else. I gotta do the Google now. It's, like... it's gonna oh, come up as a beer. <laughs> you know, I actually, oddly enough, I got really into Blue Moon during pandemic. Really? Because it was the only decent beer they had. This store by my house in Kansas City. I was like, okay. all right. And then I just like totally into I like it. To drink man. it on airplanes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's, it's <laughs> they always have it on the airplane. Really? Yeah. I'll have to remember that. I love with the orange slice? Yeah. The I, don't, I, don't, I don't get down with, with the orange slice. slice. I don't really like it with orange slice either. Yeah. I haven't seen it with one, think, but I would I don't take think it, it off. Good. Yeah. Some I usually just like eat the orange slice, slice and. Go back again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Maybe rub the, rub the peel on myself. Make me feel. Make me smell. A little behind the ears. Yeah, exactly. I'm with it. Get those get those bees swarming around you. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Well, hey y'all, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Let's, let's do it again. Yeah, no doubt. Let's do it again. Yes. Let's smoke some more. Yeah. <laughs>